victory for generations. And it's all really about people. That's why we call it victory for generations. People that the Lord wants to reach, um, you know, he's looking to transform people's lives just like he's transformed our lives. And the reason we use the word generations is because we have generations around us that God wants to reach. And there are generations that are coming behind us that God wants to touch. And as much as we care about people in our families and generations and people in our community, how much greater does God care about them and love them? And I am really thankful because I feel like this theme of generations works so well for us because most of us in this room were not here when this building was built. But when they built this building... They had you in mind. Uh, and I just think that's, I don't know, something really special. The journey for, uh, for all this started back in January of 2017. We, we knew the Lord was preparing us to build onto this current building. Um, and so together, in the beginning of January of 2017, we began to work as a church together on a master plan. Planning not just like a building expansion, but really taking the, having the end in mind and thinking, okay, the Lord has given us 10 acres. We have no debt on it and a, you know, this building. And like, how does the Lord want to use this whole 10 acres? And so we talked about ourselves and what drew us here and what we believe God will use to draw other people here and really tried to build something that, that represented who we are as a church family and what we believe God's doing. And so we put it together, and in October of 2017, we took that to the Board of Supervisors here in Goochland, because you have to get that kind of stuff approved. And um, we had such great favor, and they approved that. And I'll show you the picture of it if you haven't seen it. There's a big board out in the foyer, because in a minute or two I'll take this down. But it's just a plan for, like, the entire 10 acres. And if you're wondering where we are, we're like the little yellow building there. And so we really thought about, like, the entire property uh, over the years to come, and being able to expand as we grow, if, if that makes sense. And I'm just so thankful for the favor, because when we got this approved, it wasn't just an approval for a few years, it was just an, a perpetual ap- approval, like, you may do this, this plan is approved, there's no time stamp on it. And it's the dark purple up there that represents the first phase of the building that will um, will happen. Again, that's going to be up in the back in a little bit. Um, after church, you can take a look at it if you want to study it some more. So in 2018, so that was 2017, kind of a really big win for us. In 2018 is when we really launched our capital campaign, Victory for Generations. It was April 15th. We said, who cares about tax day? It's Victory for Generations Day, right? And um, our initial commitments as a church body, because we took a few months to talk about it, pray about it, was $316,000 over three years, which is a lot of money. Amen? Is that a lot of money to you? If you don't think it's a lot of money, please see me. Um, <laughs> you know, we, our initial goal was 450 but We had 320 but we felt really good about it because we felt like they were good, like heartfelt, like people don't feel pressured. They feel like this is what God's put in our hearts to give. A year later in 2019, so April of this year, we revisit it because we just want people to have an opportunity to say, you know what, I need to change my um, gift. And, all, and obviously new people have come over the year. And so we did that and we updated and we tweaked the numbers and it was, I think, 322000 over three years. And do you all know that we are at a year and a half 
And if, if you've looked in your bulletin today, we're at $196,000. Isn't that awesome? Somebody says that's a lot of money. That's, 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 that's a lot of money. Um, and I'm just so thankful for it because, again, it's not one or two people. It's a lot of people coming together in doing what God has put in their hearts. And, you know, our, our attitude to, towards the campaign, and, you know, we really talk about it once a month um, to keep it in front of us, but also because we have so many other things in our mission that we're always doing that this isn't the only thing. This is something important, but it's not the thing. That makes sense? Um, but our attitude has been, you know, this is an act of worship. It's, um, it's an opportunity to participate in something special, something that's, um, that's eternal because we know our God changes lives. And we know that he's transformed our lives and we're just preparing for more. I had a, a prophet, it was uh, maybe two years ago, we were doing a prophetic assembly together, um, me and a, a guy named um, Kitely, Patrick Kitely, and we were... Um, doing a prophetic assembly over at Hope Point Church. And at the end of it, he sat me and Elizabeth down and started prophesying. And he kept using the word more. He said, there's more, there's more people, there's more, you know, like that. And it was, and he didn't know about our building project. And he said, I want you to walk the ground and break the ground and walk the ground because there's more coming. And I thought he has no idea what we're in the midst of in this moment. And the reality is we're, we are preparing for more, preparing for more, people to experience God's presence. I love it when I hear people say, I came in here and I felt God. Not that feelings are everything, but there is something about feeling God that I really like. (laughs) And I am proud of appreciating that. Uh, More people receiving God's word. More people feeling like they're part of God's family and that there's a place for them in God's family. More people knowing um, what it's like to experience victories in your life and to, to give God credit for those victories and realize that he did it. More, more people healed. More families healed. And, um, and we're excited just for more people to, to know our hero, Jesus. He is the hero. And um, he's the one that we're so thankful for. Um, each of us have made you know, commitments to this, uh, this capital campaign. And... They're not all equal gifts, and they're not intended to be equal gifts. It's more about like equal sacrifice and what God, the number or what God puts in your heart and making a choice of, I want to give sacrificially or I want to give whatever it is that God has put in my heart to do because the, the cause of people's lives is worth it because um, it's in our hearts to do, and it's not some weird pressure, but it's an inspiration kind of thing. And, and frankly, allowing, again, God to like kind of say, family by family and individual by individual. This is my part, and I do it joyfully. Um, And I want to tell you this morning, if you uh, want to join that journey as far as participating in the Victory for Generations, um, what we do is we just give to the building fund, whether it's noting it on a check or on the app or text and that kind of thing. But if you want to make a commitment and just say, hey, I want my commitment to be counted. Your commitment, by the way, is not a contract. We're not weird about that kind of stuff. It's more like communication and people change their commitments and things like that. And we're completely comfortable with that. But um, Bruce has the green commitment card. And all you have to do is get one from him. And he will, and then you fill it out and give it back to him. And we'll keep track of your, your confidential commitment. Let me tell you what's next and what's going on right now. 
right now we have, it's kind of exciting, we have an architect working, we have our civil engineer working, a mechanical engineer working, uh, structural engineers all working on detailed plans for, and I'll show you what, uh, this is the schematic design. And just to give you a little perspective, this is our current building right here, and this is green space. This will be a fenced-in area, and this is patio. So then the rest of that is building, and it's got, we're planning for a 200-seat auditorium, um, a big old meeting area, gathering, cafe, in the foyer area. How many of y'all know we could use some more foyer space for hanging? Amen to that, right? Multi-purpose room as well, and um, and a couple of uh, classrooms with the Jack and Jill bathroom. And it's um, it's really neat to see all of that coming together and see people making very specific plans. Um, we don't know when we're going to be ready to put a shovel in the ground. I shared with you last month that the Initial estimate that we had of 1.65 million was not um, realistic for what needs to be done, and so we revised that to 2.8 million, and we all went, "Wow, that's a lot of money." And it's kind of one of those things where you said, "You know, this was a, a God thing before, and it's a God thing now, and we're going to see how God provides it." Um, I know we're praying for that provision and praying for how God wants to do it, and I've begun to pray honestly just for all of it. You know, that scripture, like, you have not because you ask not, and just pray and ask. And I'll tell you, to be honest with you, I told this to a friend of mine the other day. I said, when I'm praying, I'm not begging God. Because I don't feel like I have to beg him for something that he put in my our hearts to ask for. I think we're supposed to ask, and we're supposed to receive. And I think it's right to ask and to ask again. But I'm not like, oh, God, will you? Because I think it's more in his heart than it is our heart. But he wants us to join him in that. And that's what prayer does. It joins us with his heart. And we say, God, how do you want us to pray? And, you know, I've been praying for the whole amount. I'm like, Lord, I pray for $2.8 million. Dang on, let's just round it up to three. You know, just like just praying those things. And I really, I do believe that most of what he wants to provide, I think he wants to provide it through us. Have you considered that? Which, to do that, that means he has to put it in your hands. Now y'all are getting excited. I can tell. You're like, hold on. Now, you know, the, the concept, and I'm more focused on the principle of he wants to bring it through his people. I want to read you this scripture out of Exodus 36, uh, 3 through, and then I'm going to go to verse 6. This scripture inspires me because I'm like, Lord, I want to see this happen. This is what it says. Exodus 36, verse 3. They received from Moses all the offerings the, the Israelites had brought to carry out the work of constructing the sanctuary. Work constructing the sanctuary. And the people continued to bring freewill offerings morning after morning. Verse 6. Then Moses gave the order, if y'all put me in this place, I'm okay. And he sent word throughout the camp, no man or woman is to take anything else as an offering for the sanctuary. And the people were restrained from bringing more because they had already had more than enough to do all the work. Isn't that cool? I dare you. (laughs) Uh, I find that really inspirational. I think that's a really neat verse. I, I can honestly report to you we are not there. Uh, we'll let you know. But um, I, I like the idea of the journey of it. And, you know, we did, I'll say this, 
I saw online this week um, a church family that they gave like $5 million to missions on a weekend. Isn't that amazing? And, and I, it was really cool because it was like giving God glory, and people were like, look at what, what God is doing. We did um, Pastor Joe Stevenson's funeral a couple months ago, and it was Joe and Marie Stevenson who planted Victory Christian and, um, back in 1991, the summer then. I, I still think it's weird that I wasn't a Christian then. I was an atheist in the summer of 91 when they started the church. And I just thought God was like, ha, 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 you know, just up to something. But um, we did his funeral, and one of the things that's really neat is each time he and Marie came back and would visit over the years, um, they saw the things that God had put in their heart and that they had prayed for, and they got to see fulfilled in you. And there's folks in here like Earl and Ann Lovett who they were here when the building was coming out of the ground, and uh, people like John Z. Johns, they, they're here when the building was coming out of the ground, and they're here to see you. And they're, they're in that in-between place of getting to see the both. And I know that's really exciting and inspirational to them. Some of us um, are, are quite young enough that we could see the both as well. And I think many of us will. And I think that's um, it's an exciting thing to watch what God wants to do. And so I wanted to share that with you because today is it, it meets that halfway point of a year and a half, and it's an important marker, and I think it's something that we should celebrate and, and check in on. And one of the things I have noticed in our church is that um, there have been businesses that have been started over this past year's and year and a half, businesses that have um, grown that you know were started even before that and things like that. And it, I think it's neat that God's putting businesses in the people's hands. I don't necessarily think it's necessarily something that everyone is called to do, but there's a principle of owning a business that I think God blesses. He likes his people to own stuff and to have stuff that they steward over and that he blesses. And so I rejoice in that. I think that's uh, amazing as well.